Hey everyone, you're listening to The Days Are Different, episode number three, recorded live on April 19th, 2020 at 12 p.m. Pacific time. This is our 420 Taurus Super Show. Thanks for tuning in. that it's uh noon o'clock um and we're about to dive into our 420 taurus super show uh episode of the days are different this is an astrological forecast for uh the week of sunday april 19th through uh, April 26th, 2020. Um, I'm really glad y'all are joining me for another morning, uh, another, another episode of The Days Are Different, which uh, today I'm doing it similarly to last weekend where I have little to no preparation uh, overlooking at the transits. Um, for this next week and I do this uh, first of all out of personal laziness apathy uh, not really having the time to focus on uh, my astrological practice but also because um, I like uh, sort of improvising the interpretation as it comes having that invocation be uh, a nuanced experience that it has to do with the exact time that I'm looking at the chart and also I really want to drive home the idea that the days are different and it gives me something to look forward to on Sundays um, which are generally boring days anyways um, and it gives me a, a little reminder that the days are in fact different so, yeah, uh, 420 2020, um, the, the weed smoking holiday, uh, <clears throat> you know, I've had a lot of people, or I've seen a lot of memes, a lot of people talking about, um, you know, looking forward to, to this 420 specifically because of the year 2020, um, the fact that this was a month-long 420, uh, the fact that uh, the numbers look cool um, and wondering is there some sort of significance um, to that uh, that time that day 420 2020 and you know I feel like this is a good uh, starting point uh, to, to reflect on how people get hung up on on time specifically dates, um, anniversaries, uh, different uh, rituals that, that revolve around time. And I know this, this seems like a weird platform to, to discuss this uh, subject matter. I mean, isn't this uh, an astrology show? Don't, don't we talk about, you know, how our birthdays have some sort of uh, pinning on our... Uh, on our personality traits, our behaviors, and that's sort of the idea I kind of wanted to um, debunk. Uh, not debunking astrology by any means. Uh, I hate astroskeptics. Um, actually, no. I welcome astroskeptics. Come, <laughs> come, come and come and come and watch the show. Come and comment in the box. Um, tear me apart. Uh, but really when we're looking at astrology we're not looking at specific dates of importance and I know that seems kind of backwards like yes these dates do stand out and these times do stand out but the dates themselves are the you know time will always happen time will always move the planets will always uh, orbit uh, the earth from a geocentric location and, and they will always 
have different placements, but the time is the constant, right? Um, we're not so much basing your chart off of the, the date itself. So there is actually little to no significance uh, behind 420, 2020 uh, from an astrological perspective because the date itself uh, would have happened regardless of what's happening um, planetarily, regardless of what's happening on the planet right now. Now, is there a significance to the fact that some weird shit is going down right now? Yes. And are the planets doing some interesting things? Of course. I just really wanted to drive home the fact that the dates don't, um, the dates don't fucking, they, they don't hold the, the astrological, uh, novelty the dates themselves don't hold anything they aren't the they're more so categories they they they, they don't have anything to do with the actual um effect of the dates in general where the planets are the aspects the transits occurring the people that were brought into the world it's really um it's really frustrating because i feel like people um they take astrology and they try to condense it into something as stupid as um, a, a birthday affecting who you are in the long run. And that's that's not the case. It's, it's where these giant orbs that, uh, you know, fluctuate in position in reference to the earth and space are... Uh, and I know that sounds weird too, and I, I really, it's because it is weird, you know? Like, I think using the actual astrophysics behind astrology to remind yourself that we are on a, a rock jettisoning itself through space that's, you know, in this weird sort of uh, muriatic dance with all these other planets orbiting around it, like, that's that's enough to, to trip out on. You don't, you don't need to apply symbolism, ancient myth, or, or any sort of uh, occult underlying thematic to it to try to derive its like sheer absurdity, right? It's fucking weird. Astrology is cool, and there's a lot happening this week, and it's 420-2020, and that's three 20s in a row. Um, we don't do numerology on this show, but three twenties in a row, am I right? That's the trinity of twenties. Something weird's gonna happen, I bet. Um, yeah, uh, moving forward, uh, at seven o'clock in the morning this morning, we saw the sun uh, move into the sign of Taurus. And... Um, yeah, I feel like it's very like appropriate that this 420 holiday uh, coincides with the beginning of Taurus season. Um, <clears throat> specifically because uh, Taurus gets this uh, reputation as being sort of the stoner archetype of the Zodiac, but also because there is sort of a resounding earthiness to the the spring season um and it is a time where uh we're kind of drawn to to reunite with with the world to to come out of our uh our hibernation and um sort of just like reach out into the surrounding nature um and this is a good reminder that, you know, regardless of the socio-political context, regardless of what's happening, um, thank you, just got some coffee, regardless of what's happening with our fucking dumbass president, and uh, just such a stupid fucking person, um, and uh, regardless of what's happening with the White House, uh, we're, we're still a world that's, uh, that's in this pandemic situation. And uh, 
no shit, all the capitalists want us to go back to work because uh, capitalism fails when uh, the laborers aren't upholding it. So, um, yeah, if, if you have a job right now, I guess that's something to be grateful for. Um, if you got your stimulus checks, I guess that's something to be grateful for. But really fucking do the math here. The stimulus check is $1,200 for uh, what could potentially be two months of your time, but let's just dial it down to a month because we for sure have all been in, um, in this shelter in place uh, for at least a month now. And uh, 1200 divided by 30, that's pretty simple math. Y'all been getting fucking 40 bucks a day from, from President Trump, and that's not shit. 40 bucks a day is nothing. 40 bucks a day is, uh, you know, for, you can get some food, you can, you can buy a small amount of weed. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not a good amount of money. So don't, don't be grateful uh, to any sort of fucking political system for that money. Um, actually, just don't be grateful for that money in general. Money is fucking stupid. But that's beside the point. Actually, it's kind of it's it kind of has to do with what we're talking about right here because Taurus is ruled by Venus, um, and. Venus, I, I talk about Venus a lot on the show. Venus has a lot to do with aesthetic. It has a lot to do with, with balance. It has a lot to do with harmony. But what Venus also rules over is resource and um, the allocation of resources and sort of the way in which we choose to value things. Do things have innate value to you? Um, and therein lies that sort of aesthetic quality, right? Because a lot of times we base our aesthetic off of the things that we value. We are adorn ourselves in the items that we find um, alluring, or we are magnetized to environments, people, situations um, that uh, harbor some sort of value to us. Um, and again, this is like a really condensed way of looking at it, and it makes everybody seem like they're just acting out of, um, uh, you know, I, I guess like a selfishness, but that is sort of the, the uh, you know, that is sort of the underbelly of Venus, right? So we talk about um, sort of the, the toxic traits of, of Mars um, being, you know, this aggression, this frustration, um, and Mars is also this, like, sense of initiative and this, like, very progressive and, and um, uh, passionate energy. Venus also has that, that similar uh, sort of seesaw effect to it where, um, yeah, it's this aesthetic grace, this, this balance, this harmony, but it can also um, look very selfish. It can also look um, arrogant in a way that is uh, focused on uh, self-image, um, superficial. Uh, it has a lot of, you know... Um, ties to sort of the way that um, your self-esteem and your personal outlook on self uh, can uh, has ha have like an interplay with the collective because um, if you're feeling shitty about yourself it's pretty hard to fucking interact positively with the collective um, so <clears throat> Sun moves into Taurus at seven o'clock in the morning this morning, and you know, uh, if we weren't in this pandemic state, you know, this time would coincide with a moment where, where you open up the doors, you go outside, uh, you know, people go to the rivers, people go to the beach, um, you see this sort of blast of uh, excitement. For, for nature and excitement for getting uh, your sort of uh, your feet wet and uh, just like getting out there but we don't really get the full um, release that Taurus season has to offer this year um, 
because it's coupled with this um, this overbearing responsibility that we all have right now to uh, flatten the curve or to um, reduce the risk of contracting uh, COVID-19. And uh, the reason I brought up how politics tie into this is because it, it really does seem like they're trying to lift this veil of, um, they're trying to lift this veil of necessity uh, for the fact that we should stay home or should avoid going to work or avoid large gatherings. And, uh, you know, once they come up with arguments that don't seem to solely benefit the rich, uh, once they come up, out with like actual medical evidence, yeah, I'm sure like people will start getting on board. But I think it's important to understand that there's a lot of people who um, are in direct opposition to the shelter in place policy. Um, and this weekend, uh, a bunch of different cities um, in Southern California, in New York, in Washington, D.C., um, saw protests, gatherings of people um, against the shelter-in-place policy, um, you know, uh, utilizing their right to peaceably assemble, but during a time where that right definitely seems like it's within question and um, during a time where it just looks like the most fucking ignorant thing you can be doing. But whatever, that's, that's, I don't know. Again, I'm getting like off into a tangent. I'm just, I'm just kind of casing the room right now trying to so I don't know how many people are even watching this at the moment, but this would be the point where I remind everybody to uh, take out your personal natal charts if you have them. Astro.com gives a great natal chart. Um, <coughs> and uh, you can look at just your natal chart or you can pull up the natal chart with transits. And so... So the natal chart with transits is going to show you, or the natal chart in general will also show you where all these planets are currently transiting. And I think uh, an interesting place to look at in your chart right now is going to be the placement of Taurus in your natal chart because of all the energy in Taurus right now. Um, last week, we ended on sort of a depressing and uh, uh, I, I guess uh, alarmist note of uh, the Uranus and Taurus season that we will be under the effects of uh, through uh, 2026. Um, and I wasn't so much comparing it to uh, bygone eras, but I was more so bringing up the fact that the last time we had this Uranus and Taurus transit was um, 1934 through 1942. Uh, I might have gotten the dates a little bit wrong on that. I didn't write it down anywhere. But these very, um, very intense and uh, I would say just like really... Uh, it, rigid moments of, of humanity um, and now we are faced with the same transit right and this is why I kind of started off on this idea that that y you know we focus on anniversaries we focus on birthdays we focus on 420 we, we focus on the time we focus on the dates um, and that's something that astrology kind of urges you, encourages you to get off of. Focus on the planets, focus on the, the archetypes, the symbolism present. Um, I personally, Uranus is a, a, a comforting planet to me. Um, as an artist, as a scientist, as a revolutionary, I feel Uranus is this planet that holds... Uh, 
space for change and it 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 the, the the archetype is is all about sort of electrifying people out of this stupor um the catalyst for change showing us um how we can innovate the world how we can transform but uranus and taurus um tells this story of you know whereas uranus is a is a more airy quality or or it's it's a it's a more subjective energy um taurus grounds it taurus brings it back into the world and and it sort of um it creates an environment for that change to happen that is based in reality that is tangible that is objective right and i i feel like that can sometimes be one of the failings of taurus is this 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 hyper objectivity right um and it's it's weird to argue against objectivity from the lens of astrology because uh, astrology is can sometimes be as subjective as it gets so it's it seems like i already come into this argument with a with a bias but the the point i'm trying to make here is that taurus as an archetype has this objectivity to it right so taurus um taurus lives in like a very real place it's a, a, a reality taurus taurus thrives off having um having reality to base an idea off of having uh having grounding through tangible evidence um and i it's my personal belief that we're heading towards a place where issues are more complex and they call for uh more complex evidence to be generated um and I just don't believe that we're always going to have that empirical tangible um evidence of of the 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 shit that we need evidence for and it's it's a really hard time for people who do uh value this this rational um objectivity because they're not getting answers and if they are getting answers it's something that is either completely deceptive uh just bold-faced lies or they're they're soft answers that uh either don't solve the intended problem or um kind of uh leave leave an open-ended uh dilemma or create another situation through their um kind of half-assed answering of the of the uh original problem. And so you you may see that a lot this tourist season and a lot during um <clears throat> this week specifically is you you may see people trying to find answers that are um you know maybe a little bit ill-timed maybe a little bit too early to to make these calls but it's because we're we're trying to find that grounding um and if you use people's desire to get out into nature or to go back to work or to get things back to normal as sort of this driving force for finding the answers um there's nothing stopping the powers that be from making answers up and blinding us with that um sort of misguided content while s- somebody who has more of a uh grasp on reality is working on actually concocting a real answer to this situation and if you're looking for answers right now find comfort in the fact that everybody is um and also find some discomfort in the fact that like you're alive in a time where lies are just you know the 
the it's a form of communication you know so we have to work on that skill set of discerning the difference between um, the deceptions the, the 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 red herrings the the um, the information that is just meant to lead us into the wrong direction um, to meant to to make us think a certain way and so um, <clears throat> Luckily, throughout the week, uh, we're, we're really just focusing on working with this, this Taurus energy, um, which is a lot, you know, but uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's not as happening of a week as um, two weeks ago or a month ago. Um, uh, the, the intense effects of the... Um, of the long-term transits of the of the Pluto conjunct Jupiter's even the Pluto conjunct Saturn's back in January I feel like uh, we've already sort of uh, been made aware of how those are going to play out um, and uh, are not how they're going to play out but like what what they're going to look like and what they look like is a, a global pandemic, a global health crisis, a paradigm shift in the form of an impending apocalypse. Um, and it's fucking, uh, man, what a time to be alive. I, I, I am. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry for the collective conscious consciousness right now, but um, I'd be lying if I said my curiosity wasn't piqued. I'm, I'm really curious as to how this is all going to play out. Um, and sometimes that helps with this situation is to kind of put yourself in more of a omniscient, um, when, when it, when it gets rough dealing with this energy, um, putting yourself in more of an omniscient or a third party role and observing, um, you know, dissociating from the, uh, the, the, the personal inferences that you can make out of this situation and, and really just, uh, trying to, to get a grasp on what, what is happening, um, in the world right now. Um, it's just, it's a lot. So moving through the week, um, we have on Tuesday at exactly midnight, so Monday night, um, Pacific time, uh, we have the sun in Taurus creating a square to Saturn in Aquarius. So <clears throat> this is a challenging aspect. <clears throat> this is a challenging aspect you see Saturn is a malefic planet. Malefic in astrology means it carries kind of a, a, a negative energy, a challenging energy, presents some sort of obstacle in the natal chart. Um, and so you see the Sun and Saturn interacting in this challenging way, a challenging aspect. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's weird working with the Sun on a collective level. How, how, do, how do we you know, how do we, um, sort of, uh, define the energy, um, of a planet that is at once so personal, so, uh, ego oriented, so identity oriented, uh, for the collective. And I think it's, uh, it's, it's important to remember that when this, the sun is seen in these global transits and these collective transits that it still has, it still holds that personal energy um, because the personal energy is, is, is important in, in the collective energy. Uh, the, so everybody, you know, everybody is going through their own personal shit and uh, to have this 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 challenge that that seems personal but is happening to the collective can still be a personal challenge because you're you're going through it on your your singular level and so this is a square between Taurus and Aquarius um, 
and this this square is one that sort of highlights uh, the the um, all right so it, it highlights this like objective obje objectivity versus subjectivity topic that I've been talking about um, but it also highlights the um, the relationship between Aquarius and, and Taurus as uh, fixed signs um, as uh, signs that have squares to each other <clears throat> so in astrology when we look at the zodiac um, the signs can be separated or categorized in, in multiple ways um, one of them is obviously the elements so uh, you, you know you have earth, air, fire, water but the other is these modalities um, and the lesser known modality category for the different zodiac signs I like to visualize as or not visualize but I like to kind of explain as a <clears throat> a way that people like uh, uh, it's like an energy that you can so the way that I explain it is um, the way that people look at projects or new projects or uh, the way that somebody pursues a, a, a task right <clears throat> and this will make sense after the explanation but um, we have Aquarius and Taurus creating a square with each other and planets will create squares or are oppositions with each other when they are in um, the same modality right so there are three modalities cardinal fixed and mutable and fixed is this energy that is uh, sort of I guess grounding like it, it holds true to itself and in this analogy of a person working on a project the fixed energy is the energy that persists throughout the project it's the passion and the fervor that holds a person to this task so the fixed signs we see Leo Scorpio Aquarius and Taurus and these zodiacal signs are all connected with this idea of um, holding strong and keeping to the project whatever that task is and that task will obviously have very different expressions uh, depending on which sign it is but once you kind of define that the fixed energy is the energy that holds to the project, you can discern um, how these signs are expressing that energy. In, in Leo, we see it in this fiery passion. In Scorpio, we see it in this watery intuition. Aquarius is an airy innovation. And Taurus is this earthy groundedness, this earthy resourcefulness. And that's why Taurus gets this sort of <clears throat> bad reputation as being bullheaded or being stubborn. It goes back to this sort of hyper-objectivity we've talked about. Um, Taurus is working through some shit, okay? Give Taurus a break. Let them, let them do their shit. And let us all uh, kind of get some work done during Taurus season. And I'm not talking about the the sort of hard labor that uh, the Taurus archetype implies I'm talking about the work that needs to be done ground yourself in um, in your sort of uh, ambition and aspiration and and figure out what that work is what that what that resource you have is to, to offer <clears throat> So the sun creates a square with, with Saturn, and it highlights this, this fixed modality, um, Taurus and Aquarius interacting with each other, objectivity versus subjectivity, groundedness versus innovation, um, tradition versus transformation, right? 
so the, this this idea of of I think I think what this this transit that we're going to be experiencing Monday night um, uh, Tuesday morning uh, it's, it happens at literally midnight zero 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 military time um, and uh the, the this sort of effect of this challenge the effect of this square aspect the effect of this hard aspect that we see kind of culminating with this uh this this sun square saturn transit is um one that highlights uh this desire for for returning back to normal and one that is going to uh, challenge people in their understanding of returning back to normal um, and this may just be a personal opinion of mine but I don't think we're ever going to return back to normal um, and it'd be stupid to think so right uh, and Aquarius is, Saturn in Aquarius is not just encouraging us but demanding us to embrace this innovation and embrace the transformation and embrace the paradigm shift that is in front of us um saturn is 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 sort of forceful in their asks of the collective unconscious um it's rigid it can be authoritarian right but saturn in aquarius does not um sponsor uh, the the political authority and I know it's this is like a weird sort of uh, you know this this might just be semantics but Saturn in Aquarius is is not super comfortable in Aquarius we had that with Saturn in Capricorn Saturn in Capricorn it made sense for all these autocratic um, and fascist and and uh, dictatorship like movements to kind of have their uprising because because Saturn in Capricorn was this 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 rigid and um, sort of uh, authoritarian energy being shoved into our faces but Saturn in Aquarius um, puts this responsibility this this authority over self into the environment of Aquarius which is one that promotes the collective, which is one that promotes an altruism, which is one that promotes this humanitarian necessity, um, this humanitarian necessity for innovation and for change. Aquarius is sort of the unofficial ruler of the future. Um, and with that responsibility, it is the... Um, it is the innovation, it is the change that we're supposed to, to be um, kind of attaching our, our tethering our responsibility to at the moment. And so the sun in Taurus is that, hey, like, let's get back outside, let's go connect ourselves with nature, let's, let's, uh, let's reacquaint ourselves with, with what uh, normalcy was. And um, Saturn and Aquarius is coming by, creating this hard square with the sun and being like, hey, you know, I know this is what your ego wants. I know this is what your identity wants. I know this is, this is, you know, sort of a selfish desire that you have, but there's, there's, a, there's a bigger thing happening right now. You know, um, your responsibility is to, is to innovating. Your responsibility is to embracing this cataclysmic change that is happening at the moment. And honestly, this is going to be like a, a tough transit for, for the collective. Um, first off, because it puts us back into this, this sort of uncomfortable personal space. Um, secondly, because no one likes being told what to do, even if that is on a completely subjective and cosmic level. And uh, thirdly, it's, it's just people want to go back outside. People, people there's, there's a true desire to, you know, have these large gatherings and get back out with your friends and embrace uh, people on this, this, this corporeal, physical level. And that's sort of what uh, generally tourist season has always been about is getting back out into the sun um, and you know all the spring flowers blooming and, and, and uh, 
putting yourself in these beautiful nature scenes and you know you can still if you have your secret spots if if you're if you're social distancing if you've made yourself face masks if you if you know you're you're doing you're checking off all the lists um there's there's nothing wrong with finding that 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 personal place in nature um you know or or with your pod um getting out and enjoying nature enjoying everything that this tourist season has to offer but uh be careful because these 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 transits really do speak to uh uh this kind of popping off too soon energy this this uh this um letting our guard down or this this sort of um you know uh making uh concessions for uh enjoying uh a, a season um there's going to be another you know spring 2021 and hopefully there won't be a pandemic that coincides with that season but you know whatever uh <laughs> that's stupid uh yeah, so if you have your personal charts out, look at where Taurus is in your chart because there's going to be a lot of sort of um, energy to work through there. So let's say, for instance, you have Taurus on the 10th house of career and reputation, right? This is going to be a moment where you're working through a lot of sort of professional, vocational, um, rigid energy uh, and kind of breaking through uh that sort of uh attachment to your career to to your to your uh your your put personhood and your identity as it is ascribed to your work um let's say you have taurus on the seventh house this may be a time where your direct relationships are more influenced by this uh sort of uh rigid um uh, and repressive Taurus Aquarius square that's happening right now between the Sun and Saturn. Um, you could also be experiencing some sort of transformation in your direct relationships uh, due to Uranus's placement in the seventh house. Or let's say you have um, Taurus on the second house of structure and stability, then this will be probably a time in which you feel. Um, pretty comfortable with the overarching thematics of Taurus, a time in which you can focus on your self-worth and ground yourself in that resourceful energy. Um, really, uh, this week, like the past two weeks, uh, is calling for uh, you to focus on the resource that you have to offer and the, the, the strength that you can feel from within, um, the sort of skill sets that, that are offer tangible resource to this world and uh, contemplating, even contemplating or meditating on what that is, is, is proactive and productive um, during this time. So moving through the week, uh, <clears throat> there's a bunch of lunar transits um, that are all, all quite fleeting, but on, on Wednesday we have uh, a new moon in Taurus um, and again this is just a Taurus themed super show this is the the Taurus themed week too um, so the Sun moves moved into Taurus this morning and now we're getting dosed with this new moon in Taurus um, on Wednesday and this is right after experiencing the Sun Saturn square So this new moon calls, um, unlike the other moon, like the full, we started this, this, this show during the full moon in Libra and this new moon has a different quality to it. Uh, the full moon in Libra was really sort of intense and I feel like people were just starting to wrap their heads around the effects of uh, this shelter in place policy and the pandemic that we're all living under. But this new moon in Taurus, I think, um, you know, does uh, in a sense call for ritual, uh, some sort of grounding or some sort of, um, yeah, some sort of grounding ritual and uh, more so than the full moon in, in, in Libra, I would say. Um, and, you know, not just like the basic, like, uh, 
charge your crystals, fucking cast your spells, rituals, like, more so um, what we've been talking about throughout the show, contemplating the resource you have to offer, contemplating your strengths um, at this time, uh, contemplating your relationship with hyper-objectivity and how that can sometimes be uh, damaging um, sort of... uh, thought structure to find yourself stuck in um where don't you budge in your life uh where do you need uh direct evidence empirical evidence where uh where where is there a lack of flexibility? Where are you being overly rigid? Where is your authority uh, wielded in a way that is unbecoming or unnecessary? Or how have you not been embracing the paradigm shift that you f- we find ourselves in? Um, what what can we do to uh sort of uh encourage positive transformation in the collective um and of course this is just like you know kind of um <clears throat> like free associating with with ways that that you can uh sort of invoke this new moon on Wednesday but but really you know, this is this is more of a, a because we have Uranus um, affecting this new moon as well. Um, this is going to be a very heady one, and I know Taurus season um, with that earthy quality, people feel drawn to do like natural things and and kind of dig their their fingers into the dirt and and really embrace um, the oncoming of the spring season, but you know, this is, this is going to be a Taurus season like we've never seen one before. Um, so, uh, you know, it doesn't really call for, for the same traditions. It doesn't really call for your, your, your spring, your, your spring invocations, your, your, your spring traditions. What this calls for is, is, uh, is paying attention to Uranus, paying attention to transformation, paying attention to how you can enact change. It actually goes against tradition in a lot of ways. Um, and that was sort of why I, I would, I, I advised against the uh, rituals for the, the full moon in Libra because uh, rituals have such a power to them at this time. And I felt like the the nuance of what we were going through at the moment was a little too fresh to to really set into place any any powerful or, or thoughtful system of of ritual um, during the full moon in Libra. But now we got this new moon in Taurus, um, and uh, yeah, some sort of invoking ritual that calls on you to contemplate the resource and the strength that you have to offer. And this happens at midnight, which seems to be a, a, an apt time uh, to perform any sort of ritual, the like switching of guards between the days, between Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, and, or Tuesday and Wednesday. So also in astrology, each day of the week is, is ruled by a specific planet. Um, and this is made more apparent in the Spanish uh, language when you look at the, the names of, of the week. They actually pertain to uh, planetary names. But uh, Tuesday is Martes. Um, and Wednesday is Miracles. So Tuesday is Mars and Wednesday is Mercury. Um, and so this is... Uh, you know, this is ex- another sort of symbolism, especially for us living in a uh, Pacific time zone, is that this new moon happens on this sort of crossover between Mars and the day of Mars and the day of Mercury. And this, this, this handoff between 
um, Mars and Mercury is one of the body to the mind. Mars being the physical and Mercury being the mental. So really, um, we don't have access to, to nature or large groups maybe, um, but we do have access to the palace of our mind. And yeah, that's fucking depressing. But it's also just, you, you know, all these transits are ones that really promote thinkers and philosophers and people who, who, who want to do that, that sort of um, challenging thought at the moment. Um, and if you are capable, capable of navigating the depths of your, your, your you know, mental environment, um, then this is a time to, to get cerebral with it, to really dig into your mentality and, and, uh, and find peace with the way you think and reassess sort of corrupt thought structures that you have or reassess patterns of, of living that are sort of um, degrading uh, your relationship with your mind. And I, I've been trying to pay attention to my daily routines um, and they fucking suck. You know, I start off, start off the morning, uh, I lay in bed for like half an hour just looking at my phone, checking my Instagram, and um, no offense to y'all, but like Instagram is just boring right now. It's like nothing's new, and it's just really like, it doesn't serve any purpose besides wasting my time and beyond that it serves actually like a negative purpose of making me feel horrible about myself or horrible about the outlook on the world and then I'll work all day and then uh, eventually I'll uh, go on a run and listen to Democracy Now! or um, Gaslit Nation or some other sort of alarmist podcast that, that makes me feel uh, you know, all sorts of shitty in another way. Um, and so, you know, it's time for me to realize, like, I have to change my, my daily routine, um, you know, and still provide myself a time to connect with my community. It doesn't need to be through social media. It doesn't need to be through Instagram. Um, and still provide myself a time to connect with uh, the news out there. Um, I do like listening to the de Democracy Now. Um, I, I think uh, Amy Goodman's like comforting at this time. Um, Gaslit Nation was the other podcast I mentioned. Um, that's a really good one. Uh, just solid facts. But again, this is all uh, information that's just, you know, it's like drinking out of this fire hose of uh, corruption. Uh, you, you feel like you're, you're, you're trying to keep up with, with how fucked up the world is and then you get more uh, inundated with more information on corruptions that you had no idea about. So, you know, working into a daily routine of uh, thinking about myself or thinking about my mind and thinking about my thought structures and thinking about how I can encourage and embrace this this personal strength, this personal resource that I have to offer. And that's kind of why I started doing, um, that's kind of why I started doing The Days Are Different in the first place was because I didn't really know what I had to offer people at this time. And I'm like, oh, I, I screw around with astrology. This can be my offering to, to you. But it goes farther, you know, I need to do more. So it's, it's, it's really, uh, I don't know, it's just a really good time to, to kind of contemplate a strategy for, for how to deal with this stuff. And so we have we have the hyper-objectivity of Taurus season um, taking us into, uh, well, there's a bunch of transits that I didn't go over, but let's talk about the, the sun conjunct Taurus um, that'll occur on the 26th, um, or the sun conjunct Uranus that will occur on Sunday the 26th. And so this is an end cap to the week. 
and this this is also going to be sort of an end cap to the show as I see we only have six minutes left um, and this is that uh, that Uranus transit that I've been saying to look forward to um, this is the time in which we can sort of embrace this innovative change from within ourselves but um, look at that hyper objectivity um, look at the way that you demand evidence in your life and how do you build off that evidence and is it appropriate the amount of evidence that you're demanding in order to move forward and i feel like you see this most in people's um, necessity for motivation in order to start a task um, and uh, you know that sounds kind of vague but the idea is now a lot of people have, have more time uh, than they know what to do with being out of employment or maybe working from home and, and having these extra hours in the day. So you would assume that with all this this time or this surplus of, of free time that that we could, you know, uh, focus on our art or focus on other things that we've been putting off. but. I don't know about you, I found personally that I'm, you know, just as productive, if not less productive than I was before COVID-19, before the shelter in place. And I feel like that makes sense because we're all going through shit and this is new and we, we have, while we have, may have more free time to complete certain tasks, we're also consistently um, grappling with the reality that we're living in at the moment and that task could you know it, it basically takes over you know any free time that you thought you had to focus on the art project or to you know start some new um, uh, routine or diet or whatever and it's 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 kind of just bullshit to expect people to be um, really using this time to uh, better themselves on all these levels because we've we've had to be focused we've, we've been focusing on on the you know the destruction of the world that's that's happening at this moment you know <sighs> I guess what I'm saying is uh, don't wait for motivation don't wait for a day where the sun is shining and you feel compelled to create um, that might not happen and if you if you spend all your time waiting for motivation before you start that project that you feel is ultimately necessary um, you may have waited too long so and I know this sounds like fucking really negative. What I'm basically saying is don't wait for the motivation to strike. Just do it. Taurus energy is, is, is real. It's visceral. It'll promote you if you're already in the act of engaging with um, this productivity that you're trying to push into your life. If you're waiting for the motivation, the motivation may never strike. So instead of invoking this idea of motivation which may not even be real invoke the the idea of whatever product you want to get out of this project um whatever strength will be strengthened whatever whatever tool will be added to your toolkit um don't focus on just finding motivation that's some base level shit all right so um we're approaching the hour right now um this week's going to be a doozy, uh, one where we really got to focus on uh, the strength and the resource that we have to offer the world, one in which uh, we'll be invoking both the, the earthy groundedness of Taurus as well as the airy, innovative, transformative qualities of Uranus. Um, embrace the change, embrace the paradigm shift. Uh, be flexible, be adaptable, but don't be fucking submissive. That's that's a different thing, you know. Like um, this is this is all about embracing change. It's not about getting stomped on, right? Uh, 
Yeah, so uh, another another episode of uh, the days are different for the books. Um, this will be posted as a podcast uh, later, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, make sure to follow and subscribe. Uh, subscribe on Twitch at twitch.tv slash VR underscore Nico. Um, and wherever you listen to your podcast, either follow, give it a like, or write a review or whatever, however that works. Um, and uh, yeah, look at, look at your charts, study your astrology. Uh, feel free to, to hit me up um, on the downtime between the Sunday episodes, ask me questions. I'd be happy to, to read your chart on air or answer your questions on air. That'd be cool too. All right. I love you all. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, this was uh, our 420 Taurus Super Show episode of The Days Are Different. Bye.